Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Today, we are talking about surrender, the art of surrender. And that word, there are so many connotations, so many thoughts of what that word is. But we're actually going to define today, what does that word mean? What does surrender really mean? And for the longest time, I thought surrender was something that you would create out of weakness. So I didn't want to surrender. Why would I want to surrender? Why would I want to put that white flag of defeat up? So I linked surrender with defeat. And so all my life, I fought against surrender. And what I realized was that I was making it hard. I was making it hard because surrender isn't about fighting. It's not about losing. It's not about there being a weakness. Surrender is actually a strength. Surrender is a space of leadership. Surrender is a space of saying, I've got it. There's, I don't need to control anything. The world has my back. People have my back. And so it's this beautiful tool that we can use in every aspect of our life. So today we're going to dig into what really is surrender? Why is it a valuable tool? And how do we access it? How do we access it? So I'm going to bring you to an experience that I had Last year, the whole year for me was about surrender. The whole year I committed. Maybe you've heard people people say, pick a, a word of the year. So last year, it, well, in 2019, I'd really studied the space of surrender, but 2020, I was committed. So January 1st, 2020, if you would say, Kathleen, what is your word of the year? I would say surrender. Surrender. That's what I want to call forward. That's what I want to practice. And my gosh, now that we're in 2021, which by the way, I picked a totally different word for 2021. That's abundance, abundance in every area of my life. That doesn't necessarily have to do with financial. It's just everything. There gets to be plenty of it all. So that's 2021. But in 2020, it was about surrender and really owning and being surrender. So what I had the experience to that I created in 2020 were lots of opportunities to surrender. And I believe that we actually create these every day for ourselves. So what does surrender look like? I had a friend tell me, I said, surrender is exhausting. And she says, no, that's not true. Resistance is exhausting. Resistance is exhausting. But when you actually surrender, when you actually surrender, it's, it's so freeing. And so what I'm going to ask you to do right now is to hold up your fist, hold it high up in the air. I don't care if it's your right or your left, mine's my right, and clench it really tight, as tight as you can. Okay, do you feel that pressure? It's going down your arm right now. I've got it up my high, my arm is up in the air. And so I can feel it and I can feel it in my shoulder. And the longer that I clench, the more I can feel it even into my back, into my butt, down my leg, all because of this clenching of my fist. Now, I want you to very slowly keep the pressure in your hand, but open it up. So very slowly, follow my pace, slowly release your fingers, but you're not releasing the tension. Slowly release your fingers. Do you feel in your lower fingers? It's actually hard to pull them. It's like, it's hard. My fingers are barely open. For those of you that watch on TV, you can see this. 
for those of you listening on radio podcasts, any of that way, feel that in your hand. I'm still not even, my arm, my fingers aren't even at a 90 degree angle yet. I'm pushing against the pressure, the tension that I'm holding down. I get to work against that. I'm going so slowly and I'm feeling that pressure. Right now, I'm halfway. Okay. My fingers are curved. I'm halfway and I have a choice. I can go back to clenched or I can open up. I can go back to clenched, clenched fist, or I can open up. So you choose in this moment, do you want to go back to closed fist or do you want to open up? Because holding it in this moment, holding it with the tension, my arm is starting to tingle is painful. I can feel it in my shoulder. My bicep is about to cry. Do you feel that? What do you feel? Think about that. What does it feel like? So you have a choice. Are you going to go back to a clenched fist? Because if you go back to a clenched fist, it's going to feel better. Or you can open up all the way. And when you get there, it's going to feel better. But you've got more pain to get there. Which way are you choosing? Going backwards, you're going forwards. So choice moment, make it. Okay, so for those of you that chose clenched fist, do it. Go back to a clenched fist. For those of you that chose to continue to open, follow me. Okay, so we're going to keep going and opening. Oh, my fingers, they've been sitting like this. I just want to go all the way, but I can't. It's like they're methodical now. They're clenching open. I can't even move at a calculated slow pace. I'm going, I'm, I'm almost there. Ah, it's like, it just hurts my fingers. You guys are hurting you. My fingers won't even go slowly. It's like they're ticking up, tick, tick, tick. Oh, they're almost there. They're almost there. Okay. Now they're there. Whew. You guys, my arm, I'm putting, I'm putting it down, but my, my hand is remaining open. And in this moment, my hand is free. Now there is no pain. It is comfortable. But what it took to get there was a lot of pain. And what happens is we get about halfway through that. And we want to clench fists. We want to go back to where we were because the pain of where we were wasn't as bad as the pain of getting to where we want to get to. Okay. So now that my, my hand is open, I can feel that it is, it is a lot more comfortable than when it was clenched. But think about your life. Think about how you lead your business, your work, your relationships, whatever that is for you. Think about how often you walk around with a clenched fist because that is more, that is comfortable. And I'm not willing to sacrifice the pain of getting halfway there and getting all the way there. I know that it could be beautiful when I get all the way there, but I'm not willing to go there because this, I'm not willing to give up this pain for the pain of the path to get where I want to go. So when I talk about holding vision, like we've talked a lot over the last, the last seven months on this show about surrender, about like truly stepping into your vision, like the vision of, I would like that, that free space. That's your vision. Okay. So palm up, that's your vision, whatever you want to create in your life, your business, that's palm up. Okay. That's that space where I know when I create it, it's going to be beautiful. And I can't wait to get there, but there's pain along the way. And most of us aren't willing to get into that pain. We're not willing to actually feel that pain. So we go back. Those of us that, that are willing to even open our palm in the first place, that's, that's like 10% of the world. Okay. Then of the 10% of the world, most of us stop at that halfway point because it's painful. So we only have 5% of us that are willing to even continue going and going and going. And then here's the kicker of it. We get about 90% of the way there where our fingers are almost outstretched. And then the 99% that includes the people that never started. Okay. Never get this far. So only 1% of the people are willing to go all the way and experience the journey. 
and experience the journey. And so here's the difference. The people that surrender and they say, I know there may be pain. I know that getting to that vision, opening my palm up, that's what I want because I know that's where we get to go. I know that when I open my palm up, that is what I really want. And I'm willing to be in the pain to get there. I'm willing to experience it. And when it happens, I say, oh, here it is. I knew I wasn't going to like it. There's probably more ahead, but it's okay because I'm committed to the palm opening. And you don't know the pace of what your palm is opening but you can see that you're going to get there. You trust that you're going to get there. And those of us that are willing to go that far, those of us that are willing to say, it's okay that I don't know what's ahead, but I know that the world has my back, that the people around me have my back, that I have my back. So I'm going to keep going and I'm going to open up my palm and I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to go all the way. There's only 1% of the people in the world that are willing to go all the way. And you want to talk about the people that start things and don't stop the ones that aren't finishers. It's because they're not willing to go all the way. It's because the price got so high that they quit. It's because they were okay with mediocrity. It was okay. And I'm not judging them by any space. I'm not saying that that's wrong. What I'm saying is if we want to create what we want to create in the world, if we have dreams and passions that we want to create, there are consequences to creating those. And we get to be willing to accept those. And when we're in resistance to paying the prices, that's what shuts us down. That's why we don't open our hand all the way. That's why we don't get to our vision because we say we're willing to pay the prices, but when they come, when they come, we don't want to pay them. Okay, so let's let's give this an exact Let's draw this into a picture for everyone. Okay. So how many of you said this morning, I'm going to get up and work out. I'm going to get up and work out. So then the question becomes, did you? And replace that with any other commitment that you made. I'm going to eat healthy today. I'm going to set a, a declaration in the morning of what I'm going to create today. I'm going to call my parents today. I'm going to kiss my husband before he leaves today. Whatever that is for you, whatever that 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 you said you were going to do. The question is, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you get to work and set the, and review the financials like you said you were going to? So we can, we can say that we're going to create those things, but then there's a whole lot of resistance that comes up in the way. And resistance can look a lot of different ways. Resistance can look like I'm tired and I don't want to get out of bed and my bed's so comfortable. And did you know it's super cold? Because guys, it's like negative eight degrees outside right now here where I live. There's more snow and I have all kinds of reasons as to why I don't want to get up out of bed. But the person that surrenders and says, okay, I said that I get to be healthy, that I get to be here for my kids, that I get to be here for myself, that my heart gets to operate at 100%. And that means that I get to get up out of bed. That's the person that puts one foot in front of the other, gets up over the side of the bed and goes and works out. The person that said, I am committed to creating intimacy in my life. And so when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to roll over and kiss my husband, my husband. Good morning. If that's a commitment that you make, then did you do it? What was in the way for you? There was some resistance. Dancers know there was some resistance. And so it comes back to whatever we're committed to, whatever we're committed to, did we create that or not? Did we create that or not? And if we didn't, there was a resistance that came in. So the art of surrender is the notice moment of what that resistance is. And it's saying in that moment, when we don't want to do something, when we choose not to do something, then we stop, we pause, we gather our breath. We're, we're taking a deep breath and we're doing it anyway. We're acknowledging 
that our vision is greater than whatever our circumstance is. And we tell ourselves we're committed to it anyway. We're going for it anyway. So when I was six months pregnant and I said, I'm going to create a business, there was a lot of things in the way. First one, I still had a job in that moment. And I got to enroll my husband in me not having a full-time job so that I could focus on this business. And I did that. And then it was prospects that I would meet and they would say, you're going to have a baby. How can you have a baby and a business? And I got to take a deep breath because there was a moment that came up with me, Kathleen, how can you have a baby in a business? I never done it before. I never had a business and I never had a baby. How could I have both? I don't know. But that was the thing. I'd never done it before. Of course I could create it. Why not? Why not? And so that's, that's the space of when things come up for you, where do you go with it? Do you go to, it can't be that way or how can it be that way? <coughs> Excuse me. It can be that way. Or how can it be that way? Those are two options. And so how we look at life, this is emotional intelligence at its finest. How we look at life when we say it, when, when 99% of the world is saying it can't be that way, you get to be the person that says, how can it be that way? What is possible? I was reminded this weekend as I spent three days just giving into these leaders. I've, I've talked about this leadership program that I give into. It's transformational leadership. And this is something I because I love this program. I love this experience. And what happens in this experience that I'm in, it's, it's a place that I play. It's called Boston Breakthrough Academy. There's places like this all over the world. If you're interested in anything that I'm saying here, just reach out to me. But the crux of this is that in this space, we are committed to a vision that we're creating. We are committed to a vision that we're creating. It's not somebody tells me that I get to define what it is that I want. And I get to say, this is possible and what could be created. And the reality is my vision is not reasonable. My vision is never going to be reasonable. And your vision doesn't get to be either. If people tell you that what you want is unreasonable, then you get to say yes, because that's exactly the point. It's exactly the point. We live in a reasonable world and we get to cut it out because we didn't, Martin Luther King didn't say that's reasonable. So I'll be able to, I'll build a speech on what's reasonable. I have a dream was not created because it was reasonable. The change that we look to in the world is not created because it's reasonable. Reasonable is a word that gets to be eliminated from our vocabulary. And in order for that to happen, we get to surrender. So there's so much more that we get to talk about on this topic. But before we do, let's go on a quick break. Let's get a breath, grab a drink, and then come back and join me. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. And I will talk to you after this commercial break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? 
Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Risa. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, and welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. And today we've been talking all about the art of surrender and why it's so valuable for you. And so one of the places that I'm going to talk about uh, in order to share this story, I get to be intimate. I get to be vulnerable. And that is a place of surrender because vulnerability and intimacy, it's not a place that I would typically go into. So when I say, I, I said during the entire month of November, I am committed to walking you into my house and I'm walking you up the stairs and opening up my underwear drawer and showing you my undies. Like who does that? Why would we want to do that? And it's something that I practice. So when I talk about 2020 and practicing surrender it's truly like, I don't know what's coming and yet I'm committed to it. And when I look at the year of 2020 and how I closed two businesses, we totally reinvented the physical space that we existed in. We shifted to virtual in a matter of six hours in multiple of our businesses. Just like many of you, we had a lot of things thrown at us and I could have been in resistance to it. You know, and then we get through halfway through the year and my dad almost dies and then he gets better. And then my mom actually dies. And so for a month, we don't even get to see her and she's in a hospital by herself. And all I wanted, I was so frustrated. Like, why can't I get in there? I was about ready to submit my resume to be a janitor. I don't even know if you need a resume to be a janitor, but I was on it. Like, I was ready. I was going to be on that because I wanted to be with my mom. And if it meant I got to scrub a hundred toilets in order to see her for one minute, I was in, I was ready to, to create that. And that's a space of surrender. I want to create my, what would I not do? So that I could have an extra minute with my mom. Like what, where would I not go? Like I would go anywhere. I would be the janitor. I would be, I would be wherever I had to go because I'm so committed to what's in front of me. I wanted to see my mom so badly that I would have gone anywhere. And I know that you have something like that too, where there's something that you care so much about. Maybe it's with your kids. Maybe it's about something in front of you with you. Maybe it's out with your spouse. Maybe it's with someone in your family. Maybe it's with a friend. Maybe it's with your job. There's something that you're so unbelievably committed to that you don't care what it takes. You don't care because you're willing to pay that price. And you know that when the person paying the price or the thing paying the price shows up, you say, crap, I knew the price was coming. Here it is. It's right in front of me. And here's my credit card. Okay. Got it. Pay the price. So 
that we know that when the price, when the stakes get really high, like when my mom was dying and I wanted one more minute with her, I would give anything for that. I would become a janitor. I would go anywhere so that I could have gone into that hospital, see her. So where is that's the space of surrender saying, I can be mad about this, but I, I could be a victim to it. I could say, people have told me a thousand times that you can't get in. Or I can say, how can I? So there's the people over here that are saying it's not possible. You can't. And then there's the camp over here that's saying, how can I? And so I live in this space of how can I? And that's the space of surrender. So if there's a million possibilities, I say, oh, that one didn't work. What's number two? That one didn't work. What's number three? That one didn't work. What's number four? That one didn't work. Let's go on and on and on and on until we find the one that does. And so that is surrender. It's saying, it's not getting stuck that the first option didn't work. It's saying, okay, and what's two and what's three? Because guys, we don't have time for, for being to sit in the emotions, the victim of the emotions, we absolutely get to have emotions. So don't hear me that we don't get to have emotions. We get to have those and we get to move through them. We get to be in action while we're having them. So I can be crying as I'm applying to be a janitor. I can be sad as I'm applying to be a janitor, but I'm still applying to be a janitor because I want to get in that hospital. And if I don't apply to get to be a janitor, if I just sit at home, then I'm not going to get in there. I hear people say all the time, Kathleen, I have these beautiful visions, like beautiful. And I hear them, I'm like, my gosh, they are beautiful. I can't wait for them to be created. And I say, well, what are you creating? What are you actually in committed action to create? And this is what they say every single time. Well, I'm sitting around, uh, it's gonna come to me. I just get to be here and it's gonna, it's gonna appear. And I say, great, and we get to be the co-creator in our world. We get to be the co-creator, which means, yes, absolutely, the world can deliver us a message, but we get to be open to delivering it. We get to be in the creation step, okay? So it's just like, if I want to see my mom, I can wait until I see her, or I can go apply for the janitor position because maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. There's a story that I... It speaks to me. I just heard it again a few weeks ago, but gosh, I hear it probably every six months. And it's because that's the reminder that I get to have. And it's this guy, he's out on a boat and his boat is, the boat is sinking. The boat is sinking. And he says, God will save me. God will save me. And so a helicopter flies by and he throws down the rope. The pilot throws down the rope and he goes, sir, climb up the rope, climb up the rope. And the, the guy, he says, no, I'm okay. Thank you. God will save me. God will save me. And so the helicopter flies away. And a few minutes later, another helicopter comes and the pilot throws down the rope and he goes, sir, get on the rope, grab the rope. And the guy in the water, he says, no, it's okay, sir. No, it's okay. God will save me. God will save me. So the helicopter flies away. A few minutes later, the other helicopter comes, the third helicopter, and the pilot throws down the rope. And he says, sir, grab the rope. And the guy in the water, he says, no, you don't understand. God will save me. And the guy, he's in the water and he drowns. And he gets up to heaven. He gets to the gates and he meets God. And he says, God, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why didn't you, why didn't you save me? And God says to him, 
I sent the helicopter three times. Why didn't you grab the rope? Why didn't you grab the rope? So really let that sink in of how many times are we, are we not hearing the messages because we're so content on how it looks. We're so attached to what it has to look like. That is control. That is resistance. It's got to look this way. If I want to see my mom, it's got to look this way. It's got to look like I'm walking in, not because I'm employed, but because I am her daughter and I get to walk in that hospital and I get to push the button on the elevator and I get to go in in my normal day clothes and my jacket and I get to rush in and give her a hug and sit by her side and hold her hand for hours because I'm her daughter and I deserve it. But the reality is that's not always how the world works. We get to be unattached to how it looks. And if that means that when I walk into a room, I have scanned a badge and I am an employee of the hospital and I have my janitor clothes on with my mop and my broom and I'm in there for the purpose of scrubbing her toilet and I happen to get one minute with her while I'm cleaning her floor. If my goal was to ask for one minute with my mom, I got it. I got it. And the only thing that's creating frustration around that is because I didn't get how I wanted it to look. I didn't get it how I wanted it to look. Now, this is a fake story. I was not a janitor. I did not have a bucket. I did not get to see my mom in that way, but I did get that additional time with my mom. And I am thankful for that. And my, my purpose of sharing this with you, my purpose of sharing this with you is that sometimes we get attached to what something has to look like and we miss the beauty of the moment. We miss all the other signs. We miss all the other people that are around us saying, hey, here's the rope but because we thought something was gonna look like another raft was gonna float up in the water so that I could hop on that water and be saved, I ignored the rope. And that is what happens in life so often. How many times in our marriages, if you're married, hear this, how many times if you want a deep relationship and your spouse comes to you offering you an olive branch or offering you a hug, okay? If you want a deep relationship, how many times has your spouse come to you and offered you a hug but you weren't ready to receive it. You weren't ready to receive it. How many times has your spouse rolled over in the morning to give you a kiss, but you were on your phone, so you didn't see it? And then we say, hey, honey, why don't you ever give me a kiss in the morning? And your honey is tired of rolling over to give you a kiss. And I say this because you guys, I, I tell you, like this has been me at one point in my life. There are still things I'm sure I'm not seeing because this is a, it's an art. It's not a science, which means it's something we get to continually practice and be in the flow of. So last year, it was a whole year of really practicing surrender. And I say I'm committed to something different this year. Of course, I still get to practice surrender. Of course, that still gets come up. But here that the art of surrender, when you understand truly what surrender is and what it means, which is not defeat, it's actually a very powerful space where you say, it's nothing, what I want to create, I am committed to creating that and it doesn't have to look a certain way. Control that's holding your hands super tight. It's not getting us anywhere. It's getting us exhausted. It's causing hypertension. It's causing anxiety and depression. And guess what? Like those statistics, they're out of this world. The rate of anxiety and depression and blood pressure and these, these symptoms to control are out of this world. 
And it's like we're all walking around with our fists really, really tight. Fists really, really tight. And when we release those, when we're committed to releasing, that's when we enter surrender. And that's where the space of joy and ease is. So you want to have joy in your life. You want to have joy in your work. Like This is where we get to go. And I'll give you a secret. Like This is a secret. I don't know if it's written in books. Maybe it is. It's written in my book. Uh, <laughs> the answer to creating the results that you want. You want to grow your business. You want to create a level 10 in your relationship. You want to create a close connection with your kids. You want to make $100, a million dollars, $10 million, a billion dollars. Okay. It's not about how hard you work. It's not about how much you try. It has to do with your joy. Results are created through this space of surrender, through joy. Because guess what? Nobody wants to work with somebody who's walking around with their fist tight. Nobody wants to work with the angry person. Nobody wants to be in relationship with the one that's always mad. We get to be surrender. That's where the results come from. So you guys, if I coached you on, let's say you wanted to make half a million dollars, we could create that without ever having to talk about the financials. I can tell within 30 seconds of meeting somebody, 10 seconds, well, not long, whether they're going to create the result that they want to create. It's not hard. And the difference is how we show up and what's in our way. So if you show up with a chip on your shoulder and frustrated and like that's how we're walking around, then I see that. I, great. Awesome. And we get to shift and surrender so that we can create what we want. So these are, there's no judgment in this. It's truly a notice moment to understand how we're showing up in the world. And here's a really good indicator of it. If you're creating the results that you want, if everything that you say you want, you are creating it, then awesome. You either get to play bigger or like something's working. So it's working. And if you're not, then we get to look at where you're surrendering or where you're not surrendering. So we're going to dig into this even more. I'm going to share a story with you about a place where I get to surrender, where I get to go next to open up some space of possibility for you. So I'll be vulnerable. I'll share with you my messy story so that we can open up possibility for you. So you guys are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. And we've been talking for the last 30 minutes about the art of surrender, the art of surrender. Okay, guys, enjoy this quick break and I'll talk to you in just a second. Bye. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 
9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reese. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we've been talking all about the art of surrender, what it means, why surrender, why it's important. And I am committed here to share with you my messy middle, what, what's going on in my life, what was specifically with this show. Like, let's talk about this. Last June, when I committed to creating this radio show and this podcast, and now this TV version, what was on my heart was, yes, I have a message to share and I'm not exactly, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I'm open to creating it. So I surrendered and said, okay, yes, I'm a yes. And I don't know what's going to come out and what was in front of me in that moment. Like look at the time. So last June and we're heavy in the pandemic and I have lots of people calling me and saying, like, how do I start businesses? So the reason the show got titled Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson was because at that point I had launched seven successful businesses. So what I deem as successful, seven businesses. And so I said, okay, I've got people calling me up saying, how do I start a business? And so it wasn't, I don't necessarily coach in the startup space. I coach a lot of executives and entrepreneurs who are in existing businesses that have really hit their, hit their success and they're wondering what's next. So that's my sweet spot. But I had so many people around me saying like, how do, what's next? How do I create this business? And especially in COVID time. So I launched this show as Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. And the commercials that you guys hear, the branding that you see, it all has to do with Profit Launch. And if you've seen the logo, it's got a little rocket where the A is. I love the rocket. And so everything about it worked. And then as I talked, and I, and I knew that as you go on in your messaging, you get tighter and tighter and tighter on what your messaging is. And the space that I love to play, my sweet spot that I just shared with you, is really about coming into our own, owning our, our messaging and, and what's really important to us in creating from that space. Because I know when you create from that space, from your heart, like what, what truly is important to you, that's when stuff just clicks. It gets to be with ease because it's not a forced thing. And yet most of us, we take jobs or we create businesses because we believe that we're going to make a lot of money or it's going to support our family or, you know, whatever reason we create for that. But the reality is we come to this point in our lives where we say, like, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I don't have to go anywhere else. Like where I'm at is great. And so we, we tell ourselves we're content. And so it's okay to be content. It's okay to be comfortable. And there's another, there's always another level. There's always somewhere else we get to go. And it's whether we choose to go to that or not. And so for me, I'm constantly in a growth mode. And so I'm constantly in the, like, where do I get to go next? Because it's not about me. Like my life is is my life, but I am committed to a world of servant leadership. I am committed to being a servant leader, which means I always, while I get to focus on self-care and I get to focus on myself, my family, I'm focused outwards, which means where do I get to go next to create the ripple, to create the impact? So when I say I'm content, it means I'm okay with the ripple that I'm at. I'm okay where I am. And while I am, I am committed to serving in the greatest possible way, which means that content doesn't get to enter my vocabulary. The word content or comfortable, if I'm comfortable, I know I'm moving backwards, not forwards. 
So comfortable is not a word that I strive for. So this is, I'm not, this is not me pushing expectations onto other people. This is me being vulnerable about where I am. So content and comfortable, those words do not enter into my vocabulary. And when I get to a space where I say, oh, okay, I'm content. I'll just stop here. I know that I am up against something. I'm up against something, which means there's some kind of belief that I have, or there's a self-care space that I'm not going into that I get to surrender. I can say, okay, my commitment is to serving the world in the greatest possible way that I can. So here I am now, I've refined my voice on the radio and on the, the podcast, and the TV show. And the stuff that I talk about now, it's not really about starting your business. It's about like who, it's about who you get to be to create the vision that you see for yourself and for the world. It's about how you show up, how you connect what's possible, your vision into action and where that gap is, because we all have a gap. But most of the time, we don't surround ourselves with people that are willing to tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, uh, you know that blind spot? Like, you see that, that gap in front of you? Like, There's a blind spot. There's a reason that you're not there. And here's what I see. Here's what I see. This is my experience. But if you went here, you might be able to close that. And here's the thing. If you hear feedback once, great. You can decide whether to receive that feedback. If you hear the same feedback twice, great. You can decide whether you want to receive that. If you hear the same feedback three times, receive the feedback. There's some way that you're landing that's not working. And so for me, I am committed to understanding where I get to go to reach my vision, which is to create the biggest possible impact, to create a world where it's we can live with joy and ease, which means everyone is stepping into their possibility. A couple of weeks ago, when we were celebrating Martin Luther King on MLK Junior Day, I gave my version of I Have a Dream. Go back and listen to it. And I encourage you to create your version of what your dream is. But I know what mine is. It's so close to my heart. It is on my heart. And I know that in order to create that, I don't get to be content or comfortable. So when it comes to this show, what's been coming up for me is as my voice is getting, is, is I'm refining it and I'm really getting into the space of where I get to speak which is how we show up to create what we want to create. Our blind spots, how, where are those blind spots? What are the most common blind spots? Let's talk about them and let's move through them. Because when we have those conversations that most people aren't willing to have, then that's how we collectively move forward. We get out of the space of being content and comfortable because guess what? That's about you. That's about you. Being content and being comfortable, it's like saying, I'm okay just totally focusing on myself in this moment. We get to focus outward on what we get to create in the world. We are a citizen of the world, not a citizen of me. I'm not a citizen of Kathleen Reeson. I'm a citizen of the world. And my rent to the world, my rent to the world is to give back in the biggest possible way. It's to use my gifts in the biggest possible way. And when I choose not to, I'm in default of payment. I'm in default of payment. When I choose not to give back and serve into the world, why am I, what am I creating? The world is not meant for selfishness. Now hear me, it is not selfish for self-care. You can absolutely support yourself. You can absolutely take care of yourself. And you're a citizen of the world. So, so as this radio show has shifted, what's come up for me is, well, then what does that mean of what's next? And where I know I get to go, I have no idea what that means for me from a business perspective. No idea. 
And here I am, I'm a recovered CPA. I've built marketing and advertising. My specialty is in spinning off businesses and being able to create business cases for things and create financial streams around that. I'm very good at that. And I'm telling you that where I get to go next I don't yet see where the financial stream is. And so I get to trust that where I get to go next has a financial stream attached to it. I just can't see it. And so my natural block is if I can't see it, I don't go there. If I can't see it, I don't go there because I've known that this has been sitting in front of me for like four years that I know where I wanna go, but because I can't see the revenue attached to it, I don't go there. So let me give you another example, just like the man with the boat and, and the helicopter. So this guy, he's stranded on a mountain. He's falling down the side of the mountain and he's hanging by a rope. And he hears this voice and says, just detach from your rope, like take your clip, open it up, drop from the rope. You'll be okay. And the guy says, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, what if I fall to my death? And so he won't detach from his rope. And he dies hanging from the rope. And the next day, this guy is hiking right on this mountain. And he comes up and he sees this guy hanging from a rope. And he's three inches from the ground. And had he just unclipped, he would have fallen three inches, would have easily survived, had no, no damages, no bruises even, and walked away. But because he wasn't willing to unhook his, his from his from his rope that he was hanging from because he wasn't willing to go there because he couldn't see the ground. He wasn't willing to go there and he died hanging on the rope. He died. So the, the, the lesson that I am receiving from that story is that just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So just because I can't see where the next step is going to lead, I get to trust that because it's coming up, it's where I get to go. So what, I, what I'm working through now is what the rebranding looks like. For you, it won't sound any different from my voice perspective. It's what I call the show. And quite frankly, I don't know, and I'm totally open to feedback. So if you're listening to this and you've been listening and you have any ideas, I'm totally open to that. And I get to look at where I get to go next, where the branding aligns with the message. Because when those are in alignment, it attracts the audience that can hear. It attracts the audience that can hear. And so if I'm committed to being that vision, to understanding what's possible and linking the committed action to that, to showing people what's possible, to being the example, then I get to be the example. I get to have that branding in alignment with what the messaging is. And so there will be some shifts coming up here over the next few months. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know what that's going to look like. And I don't know what that's going to lead to. I have no idea. And there's a piece of that, there's a piece of that that scares me. And so I have two choices. I can resist it and not do anything and just continue down the path that I'm on, which, you know, it's not, it's not a bad path. I make decent money. I come on here each week. I talk about what I'm creating. I, I, I'm fine. And I know that if I'm committed to being a citizen of the world and committed to creating the maximum amount of impact, then I get to follow into a space where I don't know what's coming next. And I get to create it with a space of ease and say, yeah, I don't know what's next, but I know that I'm three inches from the ground and it's going to be okay. I know that the helicopter is going to show up and the rope's going to be down and it's going to be okay. And so that's the difference between resistance and surrender. 
And I'm in a space of surrendering and saying, I don't know, but what if one person listening calls me up or gives me feedback, sends me an email at Kathleen at KathleenReason.com. And he says, Hey, you know what? experiencing when I listen to your show. This is what's coming up for me. What if your branding aligned with that? What if by me being vulnerable and sharing this on the radio, one of you, you hear it, you reach out to me and you say, have you thought about this? And I say, wow, I hadn't thought about it that way. Thank you. Thank you. What if that was possible? Because I'm willing to share where I'm at. And I believe that it totally is possible. I, I had an experience last night and I have no way, well, <laughs> Before I share with this one, I'm going to share the one before that. I had an experience. I was falling asleep last week. And my mother, as you know, she's died. I've talked about it. I hear this voice as I'm falling asleep. It's her voice. And she says to me, tell Snoop Dogg, like Snoop Doggy Dog, tell Snoop Dogg that Ben Golden says hi. I've never in my entire life heard my mother reference Snoop Dogg. I have no idea who Ben Golden is. I don't know how to get a hold of Snoop Dogg. And yet my mom is telling me, tell Snoop Dogg, tell Snoop Dogg that Ben Golden says hi. I don't know what that means, but guess what? I went onto Twitter, which I hardly ever use. <laughs> and I said, at, at Snoop Dogg, because that's his handle, at Snoop Dogg, Ben Golden says hi. I'm like, I don't even know why she's, this is happening, but I'm going to trust that if it came up, then great. I don't know if it was a test. Snoop Dogg hasn't responded to me. <laughs> I don't even check Twitter often, but I've checked it the last every few days just to see if maybe Snoop Dogg sent me a message. Hey, who's Ben Golden? I don't know. And I'm totally unattached. But what I know is that I receive this message and I can see it as crazy and I can laugh about it and not do anything. Or I can trust that, hey, maybe I'm supposed to tell Snoop Dogg that Ben Golden says hi, whatever. What's it going to cost me to put something out on Twitter? What, somebody's going to say Kathleen's gone off the deep end? Like she's totally crazy. Okay, well, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I don't know. And who cares? Like ultimately, I don't take myself seriously enough to care what somebody else thinks because I got this message that, I don't know, maybe I dreamt it. Who knows? And ultimately, it doesn't matter. So I got another message yesterday and I'll share with you right after we get back. We're going to go on one more break and then I'll share with you what my message was yesterday. And again, from a place of surrender where I get to go with it. All right, guys, you are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. We're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we will talk more about the art of surrender. Okay. See you in a few. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. 
To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, and welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. And for the past 45 minutes, we've been talking about surrender. Just before we went on this break, I shared with about how I tweeted Snoop Dogg about this message that, that my mom gave me on saying that my, my mom that has passed away. I am falling asleep and I hear that she says, tell Snoop Dogg that Ben Golden says, hi, I don't know Snoop Dogg. I've never heard a reference Snoop Dogg. And I thought, oh, okay. And I thought it was crazy at first, but then I decided, you know what, why not? So I hop on Twitter because two of my friends, they're like, tweet, tweet him. I thought, okay. So I did. So last night I'm in this leadership experience I was telling you about, we're finishing, we're wrapping it up and we're hearing this song. So I'm, I'm, my eyes are closed. I'm listening to the music. I'm totally in a space of just, just like calm. There's no resistance in me. I'm in the space of surrender. And I hear my mom, she says to me, and, and like, hear me when I say this, when I talk about my mom, if you would have asked me before she died, if I would have this relationship with her, that I would be able to hear her message. I would have said, you're bat shit crazy. Like I would have, I would have said that. I would have said, sure, when I'm sleeping, or maybe I can talk to her, but to think that I have the relationship that I have with her now, call me crazy, call me whatever you want, but I have the a relationship with her now where we communicate every single day at any moment. She's here with me. So, so she says to me, while I'm in this place of surrender, she says, call the hospice director. He's got a message for you. I said, what? Why would I call the hospice director? And she says, I showed you every possible way to die. I was in a hospital by myself. That's a way to die. I was in, I went, we, we brought me home for hospice. So I showed you what it was like to have in-home hospice. I showed you what it was like to go back into the hospital and have palliative care, which is basic. She was a palliative care nurse when she was alive. I showed you what it was like under palliative care. I showed you what it was like to actually go to a hospice house. I showed you every single way there is to die. And so now you get to go talk to the hospice director because he has a message for you. I'm like what hospice? Okay. Um, why? What's the message? These are the things that are coming up for me. And you guys, that is resistance. That's what resistance sounds like. That's what it looks like. I'm like, but why? Wait, why would I call the hospice director? What's the message? What do you want me to do? And I got to just breathe and say, okay, but I don't get it. I don't know why I'm supposed to call this hospice director. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say when I call the hospice director. I don't know anything about what I'm supposed to do here, but I know that I got this message that I'm supposed to call the hospice director. So I get to call the hospice director and I get to be totally open to wherever that guides me. Because I know the thing that deep down, if you strip away all the stuff that I tell you about what I really, really want in life, if you listen to my MLK, I have a dream, my version of the speech, is that we treat the end of the life the same as the beginning of the life. It's that even when we're not in the process of dying, that we still treat our lives as if tomorrow we, it doesn't exist, that today is the last moment. And we get to live as if we're dying because there's so much that we can learn from people that are dying. There's so much that we can receive in the moment about how we live. We can learn such valuable lessons from those that are dying about how to live. So that's my ultimate like message in the world. And, and so maybe there's something that this hospice director has to say that fits in that I have no idea, 
but I hear my mom saying to me, go talk to him. And I don't even know if it's a him or a her. I don't even know who the hospice director is, but I know that she was in two different hospices, one at home, at home and one in a physical unit. So there's really only two choices. So that's, that's pretty narrow. I just get to talk to them both. So instead of being in the camp of, I can't, I get to be in the camp of what's possible. And that is the difference between resistance and surrender. And so when we get into that space of, I don't really know what's ahead. I don't know why you're asking me of this. I don't know what is, is going to be created. When we release from that and get unattached to what it's going to look like, that is power. And that's where we create a life worth living right there in that moment where we stop saying, this is what it has to look like. It's got to be blue. It's got to be round. It's got like, who cares? Who cares? Joy comes in the moment. Living is about the moment. It's not about creating potential moments in the future. It's about what's happening in this moment. So when I control it, and I say, it's got to look like this. And I get all tight and frustrated. That is blowing past the moment. It's totally blowing past the moment. And so that's what we get to reinvent. And the way to do that is to surrender. It's taking a deep breath. It's saying, perhaps the rope's been there all along for me to climb up out of the water. It's saying, perhaps if I unhitch from this rope, I'll fall the three inches to the ground. It's saying that I've got my back. The universe has my back and it's all going to be okay. So the art of surrender is such a valuable tool. And I said, I have practiced this over and over and over again, and I still have so much more to learn. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. But I've learned enough to this point where I can identify the difference between where I'm in resistance and where I'm in surrender. Resistance is exhausting. Surrender is not. So if this is something that you want to learn more about, reach out to me. I love talking about this. And of course, I will share with you when I figure out what message I'm supposed to get to receive from the hospice director and where that gets to go. But my message for you today is about surrendering. The art of surrender is one of the most valuable gifts you can ever give yourself, whether it's going to improve your life, your business, your relationships, it's really going to impact all of those. And my ask of you is to be open, to be free, because when you're in this space, the results that you want to create, they just happen. They just happen because you say so, not because you controlled it, not because it's control meant it's because you say so it's because you say so. And that's the power that you have. So know that surrender is the key to what you want to create in your life, in your world, in your business. You want to get there, learn the art of surrender. I'm here to support you and I'm here to guide you down that path. So reach out if you have any questions. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reese and I'm here every Monday and I can't wait until next week when we get to talk again. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reese. Kathleen Reeson will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReeson.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.